This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk a little bit more for you now about the update that you've been hearing about in the news. And this, of course, on what is going on with Hurricane Dorian. It has tied the record for the most powerful Atlantic hurricane to ever make landfall. And of course, right now, the Bahamas uh, continues to just be pounded by this. There's videos. I'm sure you've seen some of these on social media of the flooding that has been happening as well. Now, the airport, it sounds like uh, the major airport in the Bahamas also being flooded because of... Of Hurricane Dorian. And of course, they're waiting in the United States for where and how Dorian is going to impact different states there, particularly in Florida. CBS News reporter Janet Shamlian is reporting on how it's being felt in Palm Beach County. Winds have definitely picked up in the last couple of hours, and we've seen the rain bands come through here sporadically. The time for preparations is really about past us. In this area, shelters are filling up this morning. It's important to note that officials have made at least one pet-friendly shelter available. Many times when a storm is approaching like this, people will not leave their homes despite the danger, even if they know what's coming, because they feel like they can't take their cat or dog with them. Uh, We've heard that story so many times, haven't we, when there is a disaster like this bearing down. Hurricane Dorian is very powerful and remains so, and it is destructive as it is hovering over the Bahamas, but it is showing some signs of slight weakening. We'll have more on that in a moment. The National Hurricane Center in Miami has said in the last hour that it's now a Category 4 storm with maximum sustained winds that have now fallen to 240 kilometers per hour. That's down just a bit from the 250 that we were hearing earlier today. Now, on Sunday, when Dorian hit the Bahamas, that was something more like 300 kilometers per hour. So you can see why it has caused so much destruction. And it's very slow. We're talking something like two kilometers per hour is how fast it's actually moving. So we wanted to talk more about the way this storm is moving out there. Joining us now is Ross Hull, our global news meteorologist. Ross, thanks very much for being here. Hi there, Simi. My pleasure. So, Ross, what do we know about the storm right now? I hear it's moving very, very slowly. Yes, it is. That You could basically outwalk this storm at this point. It's moving at about two kilometers per hour, uh, which is devastating for Grand Bahama Island because uh, that area has just been pounded by hurricane force winds, storm surge, heavy rain, really since Sunday, and the storm continues to spin, not all over the same area that made landfall, but it continues to spin. Uh, well, we've heard about the damage around Freeport Island continuing to, to basically push ocean water over that area airport causing flooding and it's going to eventually start moving north we're already starting to see that push to the north and of course the big question is where does it go next how much of a like a space do we have to worry about if it stays offshore how much of an impact though could that still have on the coast of the united states Well, it could still have an impact. Just looking at some of the latest dependable model runs, uh, meteorological models, it looks like, uh, if anything, it's going slightly to the east of where we were expecting it to go. But uh, the center of the storm likely will not impact, say, the Florida coast or the Georgia or Carolina coast, possibly the Carolina coast. Uh, But even though the center doesn't move through those areas, it doesn't mean that hurricane force winds won't be experienced. Uh, Of course, there's also storm surge, which is always a big concern. We oftentimes I heard you mentioning those winds, which have been impressive when uh, Dorian made uh, landfall close to 300 kilometers per hour. And it still 
a strong Category 4 storm with, uh, with winds at 240 kilometers per hour. But we often focus on the winds, but it's that, that water, that water that is basically pushed on the shore by the, the power of these mm-hmm. storms. And that can cause uh, severe damage and, of course, loss of life as well. So then from your perspective, from what you're seeing there, does it look like Florida might escape most of the brunt of this? Well, it does look like Florida. There was always that question because it was so dangerously close to the coast, uh, the, the forecast track. So there was always that possibility that, you know, even a slight veer to the west would impact the coast, uh, you know, tremendously in terms of increasing that potential for winds that, uh, you know, they're not prepared for, even, even for Florida. Uh, but in this case, it does look like it's, it's still maintaining that, that projection uh, of just staying right off the coast, but we're still looking at a slow move storm. This storm is not going to be off the coast until later this week. Right. And so we're still looking at hurricane force winds, even a major hurricane. Uh, but we're just not looking at that uh, you know, the, the same intensity that, say, hit the Bahamas or a Category 5 hurricane, but we are still looking at uh, a pretty major storm right. moving up that coast. So, Ross, when you look at Dorian, then, what strikes you? Like, what is unusual about this hurricane? Well, I think what was unusual for me when I saw it moving on to the Bahamas uh, was just how the eye wall maintained the structure. Now, I'm looking at the eye wall right now, and let me just describe it for you. It's basically, uh, you know, it's it's basically like a pinhole uh, and in surrounded by cloud cover. Well, when you see that eye wall very symmetrical, very uh, defined, uh, that can mean a very intense hurricane. And it's within that eye wall uh, around it that you see the strongest winds. Well, as this storm moved into the Bahamas, uh, there was no eye wall replacement, which often happens. It can kind of get wobbly. You don't see that symmetrical shape, but it just maintained its power. And now we are starting to see some weakening of that eye wall. But for people in uh, on the Grand Bahama Island, that really doesn't matter right now because they are still seeing hurricane force winds and still a powerful storm. But just how powerful it was when it initially made landfall uh, was pretty impressive. All right, Ross, thank you so much for the update on this. Okay, you're welcome. Appreciate your time. That's Ross Hull, Global News Meteorologist, talking about Hurricane Dorian. There's a lot to study and learn about this storm. It is huge and it remains powerful and destructive, but hopefully it will stay offshore. That would be a good news to states like Florida and Georgia and the Carolinas that had been bracing uh, for an impact from Dorian just a couple of days ago. They still are. Many of the counties near the water, uh, especially in the Carolinas, have been told to evacuate uh, just in case storms surge, of course, is the big problem now, as Ross just mentioned. So we'll continue to update that story, of course, watching it very closely.